You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and edition of the Chop Sports Social. Coming to you live right here from Chop Studios, a.k.a. the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch. It is another fine day here at Chop Studios. And, of course, we are being brought to you by exclusively right here by... Absolute eyewear. So go check those guys out right there next to the train station. Can't miss them. Huge sign says eyes or eyewear or something to that variation. Doesn't say absolute eyewear. It's just a massive, like, it's kind of what we need out front. Like, studio. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, it's all, uh, yeah, those are the best guys and gals out there. Janine and Craig, um, they rule the game over there in Woodbridge, which is opening up right next to Strickland Steakhouse. So uh, that's that's coming. Uh, we're very excited about that over here. Uh, not me in particular. I don't eat meat, uh, but I know homeboy over here does. And, um, you know, so he's excited about that. I'm a big side dish guy. We've already gone down the side dish road. I'm not, not about the to... biggest side dish guy we've all found out. When Me? you say side dish, what I'm is, saying what like I, I would be f- more than happy with getting like a side mac and cheese and being fine as my meal. I used to have to do that. And that's so embarrassing to say. Uh, it's embarrassing. My whole entire diet's actually embarrassing. But the biggest embarrassing part. <laughs> Is the um, you said it, bro. I know, I'm, dude. I eat like a grown I feel child. Like, I feel like every single time we'll be on, we'll be in whatnot, and if like food comes up, Dave's like, Yeah, well, fuck. that too. But I, uh, my one of my best friends, Mark, had to make me res- we made reservations last week for an Italian restaurant. Ooh. So you would think it's all good. Dave eats a lot of Italian, but it was like northern Italian, so it was like a lot of things that you, you don't get your stuffed shells, your baked ziti, your managat, you're getting your. Something something Parmesan, something something this, something something that. It's like it's very good. Yeah, no, it's very good. But he had a call and, and say like I have a special friend what about who eats just like you do eggplant baked ziti and penny vodka. What eggplant? No, see, I, I'm missing out on I'm a lot not of really stuff. Really, an eggplant guy either. I feel like it it doesn't taste. Like Listen, anything. I blame my mother. She knows it. Everybody knows the story. I blame my mom. She uh, gave me uh, the the hot dogs in a can as a kid. Vienna sausage? Vienna, Vienna fingers? Vienna fingers? No, that's cookies. No, that's cookies. Vienna, Vienna sausage. sausage. That's fucking gross. Yeah, well, that turned me off to meat forever, and I think it scarred me for life to the point where I never ate meat again. And I was like mm. six. Yeah, I can't do that. Missed out on grandma's meatballs. Missed out on all that shit. Missed out on all of uh, Bonus Mom Barry's cooking. Honestly, bro, you're, what are you, 51? Wow, 37. No. Try again. 37. This guy. 30. I think you could make a new, you could turn a page here. You I could, think so. I, you know, a lot of people are hitting that 40-year-old mark, and not not throwing shade at you. I'm just saying, like, when people turn 40, they're like, it's time to get in the best shape of my life. And I'm like, the only way that happens, I lift a lot of weights, right? I lift a lot of weights, and I take a lot of vitamins. You got to right? get some no-reason rice and some chicken breast, bro. Yeah, and, and that's all these bodybuilders eat. Like, I talk to Gary all the time. He's always like, yeah, I'm just eating... Eight pounds of rice, four pounds of chicken breast meat. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Like, I, there's no way. There's no way I can handle that. I mean, but you, or at least you, it won't even be fulfilling. What, what my what my suggestion would be to just try a chicken parm. I think it'll change your life. You know what it is? A lot of people say it, and I agree with them. I don't think. I think it's the texture no, it's of the, the food that I don't agree I with. I promise you that the if the chicken is cooked right and it's nice and slow and it's tender, you're gonna fucking love it. It's chicken parm, bro. It's like the easiest. It's I'll still go to, you know. I kind of feel your pain because when I go to a restaurant that's supposed to be fancy, I'll order a chicken parm. I'll order a burger, 
And then even that gets like frowned upon. They're like, oh, you're here. You're not going to order fucking lobster. I said fuck three times, four times now. <laughs> Sorry, um, Josh. It is what it is. Uh, no, I'm not going to eat the lobster. Chicken parm. Bro, changes your life. Do it. And then see where you go from there. Chicken like you got to hear, you got to see the comments when we went over to West Shore Inn. In I'm going to have my mom make you a, a plate of chicken. West Shore Inn, Staten Island. They, they, I posted a bunch of pictures. You're eating that? I'm like, I know, no, I man. It. Like, nope. no, I'm not eating that. Anyway, this is a sports show after all. We got and we're being broadcasted the, right here on Premier Chuck Cuisine out of the way. Now we get to the sports. Yes, to the sports. Maybe. Back to you, Dave. Um, it is uh, a slow time in sports. It is. It's it's the middle of summer. We're, um, we're, we're right here. Well, actually, summer just started. I'm not going to get to that debate either. It definitely just started about six days ago um, on the solstice calendar. And, um, you know, the sports are limited right now. We already have NBA champions. We're past OTAs and mini camps for football. We're just kind of waiting around for now training camp to start, which usually pops off around the uh, mid-July, end of July. Um, baseball's in full swing. We could start there. Um, and by the way, we are being broadcasted right here on the Premier Streaming Network, Premier Plus. So thank you guys for watching us. That's uh, very appreciated. Um, so the Yankees, I think a scoop put out a poll on Chop Sports Facebook group, which you can find us on Facebook, um, about the runs scored in the month of June. And the Yankees are dead last. By a lot. By a lot. Right. It's not close. Um, so my question is this, and I know this is going to, it's going to sound like such a, you should know this, Dave, or like it's such a, I don't know, like an easy, maybe it's not an easy answer. One guy, the way the, the lineup is constructed, the way my bank account, <laughs> no, the way the lineup is constructed, my opening day, opening day lineup, did you look at this team like we're going to score some runs when you looked at the opening day lineup? Yeah, I was like, well, Here's what I was saying. Well, if Aaron Judge gets hurt, this team is fucked. Well, ding number five. Uh, <laughs> so if Aaron Judge gets hurt, this team is screwed. Screwed. And guess what? Aaron Judge is hurt now. And this team is screwed. And there's no Stanton. But in the why? To help. But is Stanton even playing? Stanton is batting 187. Okay, so Stanton's got to go at this point. It's. I I don't quite understand it. Like one guy got hurt, right? One guy. W what what does that do to the rest of the abilities? Of everybody else, this is like the it's like Space Jam. They no, took no, no. away their talent. No, like, no, no. I mean, one let's, guy. Let's just no, no. They they've sucked. They, these guys have all sucked all year. It's, it's like we're relying on guys been, like Jake Bowers. What Aaron the Judge frick are we doing? has been carrying them since the beginning. He's of the one batter, bro. And and look, uh, Major League Baseball and the postseason particularly does not uh, treat teams that are relying on one guy in the lineup well. You just don't see many teams like that winning, and I don't see the Yankees winning this year. It's, I mean, that's an understatement at this point. Right, they can't score runs. I mean, they're in it. That's the and problem. Pitching, their pitching is okay, but if you're only scoring a run or two a game in today's day, you're not going to win. Right as now, they are nine and a half out of first place. And if you look at the wild card as it stands right now, they are still in the playoffs. Like, what kind of damage does a team like this? What kind of damage can they do in the playoffs? If did, it, did the Yankees have a, a stretch this this month where they scored? 10 runs, 10 runs. Was that this month? They had to have brought the average down. Well, or put it up but to that's where what they I'm are. Saying. It's like, without those games, I don't know exactly because I know that they had a weekend where they put up some numbers. It might have been right before June because days go like that now. Their run differential is 22. And what's their record? Overall, 43 yeah. and 36. They're not. Uh, six oh, so games, what is everyone complaining about? Seven games over 500. How, how about how? How? I don't understand why everyone's mad. We're 40 and 33. And it's like, bro, because we understand that this team is not built to win this the postseason. This team was built on and, the foundation, and, that bro, championship or bust. That's not our it, fault. And he said it on the heels of getting swept by the Red Sox. What do you mean, bro? That's exactly why we're pissed off. And 
there's just it just goes to show, and this shows across sports. I want everyone to understand this. Mm-hmm. Not many organizations across professional sports, and I'm going to say including the Yankees at this point, are realistically looking forward or looking to build a championship team. It just looks like they just care about making money. And I know that that's not really news to everybody, but in the sense of they just want fans in seats. They don't understand why 40 and 33 isn't acceptable. It's not because of what I was just saying. The Yankees are here. Yankee fans are here for championships. This is not a championship team. So look at the payroll. You didn't make the right moves. Rodon hasn't pitched yet. He's too... But He's even two still, starts in in his still, rehab. Even still, is he going to bat for us? Is he going to, you know, the pitching hasn't been No, but issue. maybe he lets the two runs be enough or three runs that were no, scoring no, me no, enough. No, 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 Probably not, no, no, no. but I, I'm not saying he will. But here's here's what I'm saying. We got the Yankees that are, again, seven games over 500. They're in the playoffs if it started today. Yay, right? Is there a method to what we've been seeing? I, I talked to my dad over the weekend about this, and he's like, I was talking to him about um, – What's the guy in the Reds? Cruz? Mm. I was talking to him about him, right? And how he's just electric and he's just he's just fun to watch. And he's like, it's almost that the let the kids play mentality. Let, let him do the let him puff out his chest. Look across the league, the Cincinnati Reds, the Arizona Diamondbacks, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates are still relevant. The Cubs are still in this thing. The the Baltimore uh, Orioles started to come on last year and now they're in uh, second place. Is the recipe suck for a decade and then you'll just out of nowhere come on and without trading all your prospects because right now it's a kid's game these kids are making a move and i'm telling you right now the 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 days of seeing your red Sox and your yankees and and even the mets who have just i don't know what the hell happened to them, but like those teams those juggernaut teams I mean, are no longer the juggernauts it's hard to say that parity is huge now the recipe I'm saying. isn't what the dodgers are doing for certain for certain elements of the game, like the Dodgers are going to con- consistently sell tickets, they're going to make a ton of Dodgers money. Dodgers are three games out of for, uh, first place. You know, but the, to the point, it's like, of course, they're going to you're going to remain competitive the more money you spend. You know, the Yankees are a competitor every year, so if you go a, a decade without winning, but you're on the you're close, there's value there. It gives you hope. That's ninety nine percent. The of Reds are the worst team in the league last year. That's ninety. Well, they ask Reds fans how it was last year. Are they going to win the World Series this year, or are they just going to be what the Yankees have been for the last 10? Yeah. You get what I'm There's saying? So, yeah, you're right. So, how you, oh, the Orioles are in second place? If the Yankees aren't in first place, we're pissed. So, have it. Have second place. I'd rather contend every year, but there is that element of paying your stars. And look, there's going to be a point later on down the line where, where Aaron Judge just sucks. And truthfully, him being hurt, <laughs> this is a glaring issue for us because it just shows. Obviously, we can't win without Aaron Judge. We can't score runs without Aaron Judge. They're paying Aaron Judge a lot of money, and they're going to be for the near foreseeable future, right? Where are they? Where's the wiggle room with the Stanton contract? He's batting 187. They're either going to have to largely exceed the luxury tax and go after some stars, if that's the way to do it, or they're going to be just competitive enough to never really get a high-end draft pick. They could try to clean up with the minor league prospects, but look at the Yankees' farm system right now. Well, look think what, about that. That was just going to say, uh, you got people on New York radio, it's time to bring up the Martian. The no, guy's batting 200 batting in, in less Somerset. Than in, in, in Somerset. Volpe, in over his head. You can't send Can him, you send him down? Oh, you can't. You, you're almost going to have to. Will they? Look, I don't think they do, bro. I don't know if they, they do They built this kid up way too much to look, send him down. All right, is he in over his head? I mean, he's batting ninth already, so it's not right, even like what, the, the pressure's off. Average. Could we get it for a second? Yeah, of course. Pull his batting average up. Of course. Because if he's in over his head, I want to know what the 
Giancarlo Stanton's in. No, it's not even. Because <laughs> if Volpe's batting at 187, then I guess it's the par. Uh, Volpe is batting. What the hell's his name? Volpe. Why can't I fucking find this guy? Oh, there he is. He's batting 261. Okay, so Volpe's belongs at this point. He's Wait, probably, what? No, that's probably his um, base percentage. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Ready for this? That was his at bats. <laughs> Dave is sick today here at Shea. 203. All right. So he's just over the 200 mark. So he's in over his head, but if you look around the lineup, it's like they the can leading average much... right now was Aaron Judge. He's gone. The the guy who plays the most, <laughs> Billy McKinney's got 17 games logged. He's got a two fi- a 281 average. Rizzo 272. He's logged 73 okay, games. Okay, so, so so Rizzo's the standard. Where, where are we at? Where are we at otherwise though? Where's Lemayhu? Where's DJ's batting 227? All right, he's supposed to be there for his bat. Harrison Bader missed a lot of time. He's at 246. Oh, Jose baby. Trevino is our pretty much our everyday starting catcher. Is 216. They can't That's, hit. Look, 216, good, good back, uh, good backstop. I'll take that. But bro, sh- John Carl Stanton, 184, 184, I mean, there's your, bro. There's, there's your main problem right there. He's taken up the entire salary when Judge is out. If you look, if you edit everything up, bro, it's he's played and then the rest. John Carl has played 31 games. He has. Twenty-one hits. It's hard to say that twenty-one. It's hits. it's hard to say that Holy Volpe's in over his shit. head at this point. If everyone else is in over their head as well, it seems like their entire lineup is. And somehow, th- this is what I don't get about baseball right now. <sighs> and somehow the Yankees are still seven games above five hundred. Somehow or whatever. Somehow, you know why? Because their bullpen is lights out. That's why. That's why. Well, then because maybe they there have is some hope. Seriously maybe good there is pitching. hope for the postseason because it's very easy to get a bat. Truthfully. I'm I trying to think of which bats, bats are around, you know, who's oh, available for sage. There'll be plenty Trade, of bats available. And they need a left fielder. Stan- Garrett Cole, 8-1. and one. Nestor, 5-2. and two. You know, so the starting pitching, uh, yeah, I mean. They need a bat. Now let's talk about the Mets. Let's, because that's even worse. The Mets, dude, I, wa- I watched something the other day where I was like, it's to the point now where my dad, who's a, a, an avid Mets fan, has literally said, you know, if they're up to – in the eighth, it's over. They're losing. Like, they're going to lose. I'm like, oh, how can you say that? Blah, 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 blah. What I watched the other day on a Sunday, I forget which game it was or who they played, but they were the up Phillies. 6-4. Yes, it was the Phillies. Up 6-4. Bases loaded. Ready? Walk, 6-5. Hit batsman, 6-6. Hit batsman, 7-6. They're losing. They blew a lead on three non-playable plays. They can't field. They can't hit. They sure as shit can't pitch. I mean, they could hit better than we can right now. I mean, but, but they're, all that. They're, I mean, no, they can. They got right now. The Nimmo's big. batting two eighty two. That's their leading guy. I'm talking about in the month of June. Marte, in the month two, of June, they oh, got well, thirty more runs. They scored, scored a lot more runs. Yeah. So, but the, the Mets problem is bombs. the pitching. You see, Mad Max said that he'd waive his no trade clause already. Right. This is year two, guys. This is what we all thought the Mets were going to bring Nets? you down to bring you to the, the post, uh, whatever, the promised land. I feel for Mets fans right now, truthfully. And I'm not here to pour salt on the wound, but it is very telling that right now, Yankees fans are bitter and miserable, and we're seven games above 500. Yeah, you look at the Mets, and, and, the Mets and fans, it's a very, very different situation. Right I wouldn't say that. The you Mets know, right now are... Certain people didn't expect it because their lineup really leaves a lot to be desired. God. And when you're looking at Alonzo, everyone thinks he's out a first star. Place. What's Alonzo batting? Uh, he he's got home, 24 home runs. But every hits is a home run, it seems. Uh, he is batting... Let's see. Petey. 210? Petey Bear. 220? 220. 220. 
So yeah, all these are stars, rolling. guys. These are guys. These are stars, and he hasn't been paid yet. Well, he's <laughs> not going to get anywhere near what you know. Lucky for the is Mets he not though? Point. Think about that. No, he's not. He's not going to get like Judge money. No way. No way. He is. He is the Aaron Judge of the Mets right oh, now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, how many home runs did he hit last year? Fifty or some shit. Like he had a fucking year last year. He's Bro, all Aaron the guy Judge. does is hit home runs. Same he's not. He's not a Gold Glove type outfielder. He's not. He's not Aaron Judge. He's not the. He's. Then if, why was there ever if, a debate? There wasn't. I Who's thought debating there was. that? Huh? Who's debating that? Shame on you. Shame on you if you're debating Aaron Judge and Pete Alonso. Aaron Judge is a top three player in baseball. Top five, no questions asked right now. Position player, right? There's no questions asked. Pete Alonso is not. We'll do the old gun to your head. Judge coming back this year? Yeah. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. I, I think this is way too drawn out. You run into a wall. People think you banged your toe. You'll be all right in a week. I don't, Sprain I don't know, turns bro. into tear. I don't, tear turns into season ending injury. It's I, like I, for me to say that Judge could be back in a week. For all we know, listen. We, no we hope he's a freak. We hope he we have heals no idea. up. We don't even know what the real injury is, like you said. But because we don't no, know, he, he tore a ligament in his toe. Well, then he'll be back. If they identify what it is and they say, do they have no timetable? They they're going to reevaluate. They're going to reevaluate after no activity. Blah blah blah. That's why I'm thinking that this is going to draw out. Yeah, he's done. And the Yankees are, are are even remotely, if they're in contention, which they should be at the end of the year, should, then maybe he makes a push to come back. If the Yankees are like five games out with like ten games to play or some shit like that, I don't think he comes uh, back. Look, if it gets to the point where it's ten games, ten games left, you might as well just shut it down. Yeah, no, it's no. just insane. And, we bro. It's and, insane and honestly, money. if Judge is out for that long, we won't be in it. So, this is true. You can't score the runs you scored but, in June. Expect but, to be in it, but. If you look at that pitching, it's really doing well, and that wins in baseball. It's the best bullpen in baseball. That's why we are where we're at. Um, But anyway, enough. Bro, baseball, it's football season in like a week. That's where we are. Football season. Speaking of football season, the one thing we can say about the football season is that a bunch of teams are going to be without some of their star players. I can't say stars because nobody really has uh, come out and said who yet. But uh, sources are saying that Isaiah Rogers of the Colts and others, which they haven't named yet, will be receiving season-long suspensions for gambling within the NFL. Um, meaning gambling on that, the— Hope you hit that parlay, bro. Because you out now. <sighs> One year's gone. I mean, look, it happened for Calvin Ridley. Now everybody's kind of hyped about the excitement. He's a, you know still a young kid, and now he gets to kind of rejuvenate his career. My question is this. If as long as you're not betting on the sport you're playing and— Yeah. As well, long as you're not betting the sport you're playing, should gambling just be illegal? Uh, legal wherever. Like, I what mean, are we doing here? Like, I don't. I think that why, if they made this shit legal I across think, the country, I think there's a couple elements, and it's dictated in the NFL rules, and they just clarified it. So I think there may have been some confusion behind it, but at the same time, I think that's just a cop out. You kind of know the rules. You got to know the rules. It's very simple for me. It's just don't do it. You're rich, or you're about to be rich, or you're trying to get rich. You're in the NFL facility. Don't bet when you're in the facility. That's part of it. And the second part of it is it just don't bet in the NFL. Just simply don't bet on the NFL. That's it. Like, is it that hard to restrain? You know what I mean? Like, it's that's crazy. And some of these people, look, like I was telling you before, if you go to Vegas or something, go to a casino. Sit at the craps table. I've met plenty well, of stars at the, at the blackjack there's, table. There's a, a dose of naivety involved with this here. We're... we're People don't understand, like, okay, I'm betting, but I'm not betting on football. They Is might that not the plural for naive? Yeah. Okay, never or heard. Not, no, just like the I have It's like the, the state of being naive. Okay. You know, so That's the first plural. time I heard it, but I knew what it was. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. But that's what I really think it is. I just think that there's a. Uh, I don't want to say they're dumb to it, but because that's not saying that they're dumb, but they're dumb to that fact. They're dumb to the logistics of what goes into it and what could get you suspended. I think that's the only real answer here, and it's not. It's not like I'm saying, oh, they should get a pass because of that, because you should know the rules. You're an adult. If you do right. something that breaks the rules, you have to be punished for it, I guess, um, depending how good you are. But Ridley got suspended, and he's good. So I don't think that they're treating yeah, but, it like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, are you – do you think some of these players are like, wait, you're telling me I'm, I made all this money already in my life. Calvin Ridley was still on a rookie deal, but, like, was he? Yes. No. no. Second year? Uh, no, rookie deal. Right. So, like, he's, so he's making money because he was a first-round pick. Right, so like you look at that and you're it like, might have been his second. Deal. What I'm saying is, you're like, you're telling me I can get a year off and just and chill for a year and then come back and play, and that's the penalty, and I'm still making all this money. Like, f- forget. All right, cool. No, that's stupid. What? Because is it though? Because yeah. look, he landed on another team via trade. Look, and he could resurge his career. I'm going to explain because if you look at the names, it's Calvin Ridley. Fine, right? You mm-hmm. know he'll land on his feet somewhere again. Uh, Jamison Williams will probably land on his feet. Most of these guys might get another, but. You know, it's a very competitive league, bro. If yeah. you get a year off, it might not work out for you ever again. You know, you're training in the following season and you blow an ACL. You take time off. Teams need to see you do it again before, you know, it's like, oh, he could be rusty. There's a, It just raises questions about what you've been doing while you've been away. Having the suspension is not good because you can't be in the facility at all. You know, it's not right. like you could just go hang out and just be there on the side. You're not just, in the weight room. You're not you allowed just... on the sideline for the game. No, you can't be there. So it's not good. And guess what? When the money stops, bro, the money stops. So live a year with no income. That sucks. I don't care. When you have this lifestyle, and to be honest. Welcome to our life. Yeah, right. <laughs> but but it, more more specifically, let's just say you've been paid, and you're expecting $2 million next year, $3 million next year, and you have bank loans out that you have to pay your mortgage and things like that. This isn't a good situation for Isaiah Rogers, because I can guarantee you he's not rich. Probably not. Probably not. Uh, anyway. ESPN dropped an article this morning. Um, this morning? Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, June 28th. That's today. They dropped an article of ranking the 50 biggest NFL draft deals. I just want to go through them and see if there's any. In the, in the last 10 years, so the last decade of football, biggest draft deals. We'll see if any like jump off the charts. <coughs> they don't. I'm also curious why, no other, why no other sports have this issue. Like, why isn't NBA guys getting suspended? Why aren't MLB players? Like, they bet, too. I can promise you. Maybe it's not in their policy. It has to be. They suspended Pete Rose forever. Pfft, travesty. Um, but to qualify under this list, it's not a f- and no no day one players. And to qualify, a player must have been drafted 15 spots of where they should have been, and that's just the floor. Um, there's no 2023 draft picks here, even because they haven't played a game. The number one guy they ranked right off the rip was Travis Kelsey. He was taking 63rd overall in 2013. With the Kansas City Chiefs, obviously. Tyreek Hill taking 105th. Just trying to see if there's What is the premise here? Not a first-round guy, and they were drafted at least 15 spots worse than projected. And not a first-rounder. Kelsey's number one. Number two is Tyreek Hill, who was drafted uh, 165. Now, you have to do the quick math in your head. Like, if if you're thinking 165, it's... 150. What? 15 spots. 150 was where he was projected. No, no, no. I'm talking about the round. If anybody oh, gives yeah. a shit about the round. Fourth. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, picked 53rd. That was a second-round pick by the Packers. A, I mean, that's a steal. <clears throat> Cooper Cup, drafted 69th, giddy, in 2017. Hopkins. 
Derrick Henry was taking 45th. Derrick Henry was taking 45th. Derrick Henry was taking 45th. I'll say it three times because Zeke was taking fourth. Um, and they're eh. mm. uh, uh, Dak Prescott, fourth round pick, taking 135th in 2016. He ranks number six on this list. Number seven, Stefan Diggs, uh, taking 146 to the Vikings. George Kittle, taking 114th uh, in 2017. Still young, man. Fred Warner, 70th overall. So that's third round. Yeah, that's a that's a steal, too. Jalen Hurts, drafted 53rd, and this is when they had Carson Wentz on their roster. No, no, no Elton Jenkins? Nothing yet. David Bakhtiari, there you go. Here's your number 11th. He was drafted 109th in Crazy. 2013. Huh? Crazy. It Maybe is. Fifth rounder. Chris Jones, Alvin Kamara. I'm just trying to Debo, Teron Armstead. The Honey Badger was taken 69th overall. He's lasted. Keenan Allen was taken in 76th. Nobody cares. Nobody no, cares. AJ, Jenkins, AJ huh? Brown. Ellen Jenkins is made an all pro. I Lev think. Bell. And he's a guard and he was drafted in the fourth round. Can you, as I interrupt this list for not breaking news, but can you tell me if, if you heard about it? Can you tell me about what Darrell Rivas said? Did you hear anything about this? All right, forget it. Darrell Rivas said something about, I believe, uh, who was the defense? Klecko? And something, something. There's got to be something because this is. It was definitely a talked about debate yesterday on, on uh, the Michael Shea, uh, Michael K show. Slay, uh, Derek Carr was drafted number 36, so second round pick from the Raiders. He turned out to be all right. He's on his second team. Are you seeing anything? Yeah, Grady Jarrett, Max Crosby, Mark Andrews, Daniel Hunter, Michael Thomas, who still hasn't seen the field. Uh, he's number 47. Talk about a bust. Like, you remember, he can't guard Mike. Can't get on the field, Mike. It's on you. DK Metcalf was definitely one of those steals where I was waiting, waiting, waiting for that guy to go. He looks like a freak. There's your Elgin Jenkins right there, brother. Number 36 on the list. So what do you say? Is that something about Joe Klecko? Because they're both going into the Hall of Fame this year, I believe. And I don't know if there was like a slight a, um, a dig at him. As I say, dig, Trayvon Diggs. Number 38. Uh, Brown Jr. Oh, it's just, it's it's literally nothing. It's a like, nothing burger? Um, Are you um, serious? They each think that they're the best Jet defensive player of all time. Who is? Revis. It is Revis. Because I watched them. I don't really. I mean, Klecko, uh, I just look at I, I look at what Revis did over that stretch. I wouldn't know they about. They named an island after him. I wouldn't know about the, <laughs> like, Joe Klecko probably had a really great Jets career. Sure. Um, Revis, maybe a little less of a longevity, but he was, he was like the Pedro Martinez when Pedro had at his prime. He was just like the best I've ever seen. Revis at corner in that two or three year stretch was the best I ever saw at corner, and I don't think that's debate for me. Really? Yeah. Wait. I, Wait. Please don't even go there. I will go there. I'm saying that three year stretch was the most dominant stretch of football that I've ever seen. I know Dion had a longer career, and Dion did it. No, a but you, way. you watched Dion play in Atlanta, San Fran, and Dallas, and excel in each one of those cities. Nobody had the the seasons that he did where they didn't even throw at all to his side. It was not at all, and it, it was like look at the stats from those. I'm just I'm being serious. I've looked, Darrell Revis those years. I mean, it's it's tough to to beat those three seasons that he had two three seasons with the Jets. He was elite, elite. And it was also a far different time in a passing league where, you know. Sanders, an eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Team Pro. Revis, seven-time Pro Bowler, four-team uh, All-Team Pro. So Sanders gets him there twice. Um, just going, I'm just comparing the two just because I'm curious. Uh, games played, Dion played 40 
43 more games than Darrell Revis. I'm not saying that Revis Dion is a better all-time 53 player. 53 picks and Revis only had 29. Yeah. Again, you're saying They yes. didn't even throw to Revis' side at all. Mm-hmm. So it's 29 picks even is a lot for him. They Dion really, had nine pick sixes. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dion's an all-time bro. great player. I'm not saying that. I just think that there was a point when Revis did what he was doing when he was at the top that I don't think there was a better corner ever at that point. Dion did it longer, was a bit, was like had more flash. It was a lot going on with Dion what made him a superstar, transcending a lot. And then Revis, Revis didn't ring say chased. four words. Then he ring chased and went to like New England won a Super Bowl. He, Revis didn't say four words, right? He said more today yesterday than he did but, all year. But he you know, you didn't he didn't see four looks his whole his whole game either. <laughs> Nobody was throwing a Revis. So. All right, before we get out of here, uh, UFC Fight Night coming up this weekend. If you're watching Saturday, July 1st, we have ourselves Sean Strickland against one of the Megadedovs or whatever of Germany. Uh, Strickland gets back in the octagon. Uh, other than that, guys, I, I don't know who these guys are, to be honest with you. Um, so that's why it's a fight night. Uh, but in any event, the biggest news coming out of UFC is that Conor McGregor did not get into the USADA test pool or whatever. We kind of knew that was going to happen based off of what we've seen out of Conor McGregor and his size and his stature. is just like kind of hard to think that he could pass a drug test right now in that regard. But the bigger thing is more rape allegations, more stuff floating around this guy. Man, oh, man, Conor, yeah. it, it's to Look, the point where he's, he can't get out of his own way, bro. I, Still, I'm, I'm going to say this about the rape allegations. I Bullshit. See the video? Bullshit. Did you see the video? Did you see what video? There's a video that surfaces where he's being basically like somebody's playing fullback role, clearing a path, taking a girl into the bathroom, shutting the door behind Okay, well, I also saw videos of her with Connor at the club like two hours later. Later? Okay. As long as it's later. And and now if I'm not, I'm not being rude when I say this, but Connor is not going after her. Quite simply. Listen, I mean, sometimes you gotta have sometimes you gotta score a couple fours and fives to get to that ten. You understand what I'm saying? And I don't I don't I I mean like We've all been there, boys. Come on, bro. (laughs) Let's not even have this conversation because I'm not trying to be painted in a light. No, listen. But I just think that I think that it's an easy thing to say, but you know, evidence speaks otherwise to me. I'm not saying anything besides that. Bold prediction time. Does Connor get a fight within the next calendar year? Like because he's, not, he's already he's clearly off this one. Yeah. So yeah. calendar year, we're in June, no, July. I mean, if I'm Connor, I'm not fighting for shit. Not even remotely close. I'll I'll act like it. I don't care. Connor's making big money. They're still doing, airing this goddamn thing on the, the, t- the ultimate fina- yeah. uh, ultimate fighter, and that fight's not going to happen now. And Connor McGregor's making a shit ton of money without fighting. Correct. Every year. That's why I never knew that he needed this. I thought this would have gotten him back in the good graces of I have no, UFC fans I, I across the board. I don't even know. Like, I'll, I'll be interested in seeing Conor fight. I think he would beat Michael Chandler. I don't know if there's anybody else above Michael Chandler that he's really going to contend with at this point. I don't think that he beats Gaethje. I don't think that he beats... <laughs> just see the, just see the, uh, the, latest, he beats the latest clip making the rounds where he's like, um, he's pissed off about the fact that like the Ultimate Fighter fights are two rounds. Like two rounds, he's like, you should be in three rounds, a five rounds in a title fight. You haven't been in a five round fight, Mikey? <laughs> he's like, yeah, a couple of them. I won them all, and whatever. Dude, but like the way he talks to Michael Chandler yeah, is like phenomenal. Right, he's a fucking tin can for everybody else. I uh, listen. No, I no, like no, Chandler. no. He's zero and five on the Ultimate Fighter. Connor hasn't. His fighters haven't won a fight yet. Who? Connor's fighters. Oh, so he's getting pissed now. Well, he. I mean, he doesn't give a shit. All the way to cares. the bank. He's competitive. 
But guess what? I think this latest fight, it was a guy that's teammates with Connor that was on Chandler's team, like his actual teammate in real life that he had to coach against. So he's probably like, whatever. Mm. Mm, whatever. Uh, any events coming up after this? I mean, they got the. There's one fight yeah, that's like, yeah, there's big ones coming up here. Um, let's see, Strickland's this weekend, and then you have Volkanovski. Obviously, that comes up next Saturday night. Let's check a look at that card real quick. Volkanovski Rodriguez. Um, Some interesting things happen. Brandon Moreno against that. Robert Whitaker's back in the octagon I'm for that one. About that, I'm Dan to Hooker, see baby, Bo Tup Nickel. Uh, Tapuria beat the piss out of Josh Emmett and really made a name for himself. I think he could basically just sit. Idly by and wait for the um, Max fight or the Alexander fight to finish, and he might get the next title shot. And Volkanovski's even saying like, "Yo, I kind of want." You could see, I could see them doing Taporia and Max if they do that in Spain. Taporia will probably accept that fight, but if I'm Taporia, I'm gonna wait a little bit because typically you wouldn't see a guy from five jump the line and get the title shot, but he's created a buzz. The UFC hid Patty from him for sure on his way to the top, and. Um, Volkanovski basically cleared out the rest of the division. So he did. there's yeah, he really did. no one else that I'm interested in seeing. Uh, but Yair is a big test. You got to get past him first. End of July is obviously Poirier and Gaethje too on that car uh, card. Tony Ferguson's back in that card. Um, yeah, so look, a, a nice little summer. Derek Lewis, my balls is hot, is back uh, on that card. Is I just also saw uh, Robbie Lawler on the prelims for the fight uh, in two weeks. That's very uh, it's defeating, you know. Robbie yeah. Lawler's been a a dude forever until Colby sparked him up. Uh, but then after that, it was just like you haven't really seen much of Robbie Lawler. So great career. Um, but, you know, it's probably, I think it's it's just probably fun, winding out. It's his farewell fight. Yeah, it's it's probably uh, the end of that. Uh, when is the Jake Paul-Nate Diaz fight? Is that still happening? Yeah, it's in August. August? Is it? All right. Well, as it gets closer, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about a whole lot more next week right here on the Chop Sports Social. So for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, this has been another episode of the Chop Sports Social. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.